Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by your local Hawaii Nissan dealers and HMAA. From Hawaii News Now, this is Breaking News. And that breaking news is a boat fire off the coast of Kapa'a, Kauai. People started calling 911 around 2.30 this afternoon after they spotted thick black smoke offshore of Lydgate Beach Park. The Coast Guard tells us a 35-foot fishing vessel called the Happy Hunter caught fire as it was being escorted to Honolulu. One person escaped safely to that escort boat, and the Coast Guard says the fire burned the boat down to the waterline, and they're now warning all other vessels in the area. Now to our other top story, the Maui wildfire disaster is turning into a crisis for the state budget as well as many early estimates of what taxpayers will cover are proving too optimistic. Maui's mayor and the state administration came in with budget requests adding up to nearly a billion dollars. Daryl Huff reports from the state capitol. The reality of the cost of the Maui wildfire disaster is now sinking in here at the state capitol and is dashing hopes for things like more mental health and social services, higher public worker salaries, and even middle class tax reform. Today I am their voice and we need your help. We're asking for $401.75 million over the next three years to assist in the rebuild and recovery of Lahaina. We are already looking at $561 million of obligations that are starting to flow through the system. The county says there are still about 4,700 people living in 15 West Maui hotels. The Red Cross is charging FEMA and the state $1,000 a day per household. So the longer the delay in moving out, the more the costs go up. We were proje originally projecting 50 million as our exposure, but obviously our, our exposure amount has gotten significantly higher. So the sooner we can get residents into housing or long-term leases, then we can get them off the sheltering. Yeah. Yes. So lawmakers were shocked to learn that many of the 1,300 rental units secured by FEMA are still empty, as eligibility is double-checked. They do a financial background check also with, with the yeah, credit check. That's, I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous. You're going to find a lot of people who are going to fall out because yeah. they simply don't have a good credit score. The state's separate effort to find rentals in the community has been impaired by FEMA outbidding the state. Property owners were waiting, reported to us, they were waiting to find out if they were going to be able to avail themselves at the much higher FEMA rates uh, for, for rents. FEMA is also resisting the state's request to build 1,000 modular units, so far only committing to about 200. And it also may stop paying to feed people in hotels. Sent a letter to FEMA saying that's not acceptable to the state, right? We put these people in hotels, we tell them they cannot cook. You cannot have a hot plate. Um, so how do we get, and FEMA's response to me was, well, Safeway is open. Yeah, but you still cannot cook. Despite the pushback, the county and state are confident FEMA will ultimately pay most of the costs and taxpayers will understand. There is a little bit of fear, but you know, um, for Lahaina especially, we've been a major contributor to the state's budget for decades, and, and this is really our moment of need. On top of the Maui cost, lawmakers are also looking for $300 million to pay the cost of hazard pay incurred for public workers during the COVID crisis. Reporting from the state capitol, Daryl Huff, Hawaii News Now.
Thank you, Daryl. Honolulu police released video today of the man suspected of stabbing three people at a Keaomoku club early Sunday. Police are looking for the man wearing the black hat. Investigators say he was first attacked by the group. That's when he pulled out a knife. A 28-year-old man was killed in the altercation, and two others were treated for stab wounds and released. On the Big Island, a fire destroyed a home in Waikoloa early this morning. Firefighters were called to the house on Molina Street just after 3. The three people who lived inside got out safely. We're told the flames caused $260,000 in damage. Investigators say a golf cart lithium-ion battery may have started the fire. Merchants across Oahu are pleading for help after having their windows repeatedly shattered by thieves who ransacked their businesses. In Kapolei, there's a bold message posted on a makeshift door at the Eyes Plus Incorporated attempting to raise awareness about an urgent problem. On February 9th, the family business had its front door smashed in. In two minutes, criminals took $20,000 worth of merchandise and did seven grand in damage. Hank McKinney says it's the fifth time it's happened since they moved to their Mahana location six years ago, and they're far from being alone. According to numerous law enforcement sources, between October 9th, 2023 and January 21st, 2024, there have been 78 smash and grab burglaries across Oahu. Heartless when uh, these young men can come in and take something and get damages on something that we worked so hard for. It comes to the point where you know they're going to try and rob you. They try to scope it out. It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't. Coming up all new at 6, information about a gadget some businesses are using on the mainland and across Europe designed to stop criminals in their tracks. A beloved figure in the local media scene has passed away. Friends and loved ones are sharing their memories of Emmy Tamimbong Burns. Dylan Edgetta joins us now with some of those tributes. Dylan. Thank you so much, guys. Those who knew her are remembering her for the person she was, an amazing local storyteller with the ability to connect and inspire. According to an official statement, Tamimbong died Monday night during, uh, at the Queen's Medical Center during emergency open heart surgery. She was the widow of the late chief judge of the Intermediate Court of Appeals, James S. Burns. Emmy, as she was commonly known, was a leader in the Filipino community. Starting as a teenager in radio, she had her own show on KNDI. As the years progressed, she broke barriers for women and the Filipino community in local media, going on to work at other local television stations. Her show, Emmy's Island Moments, was a hit source for local happenings for nearly 30 years. As a Farrington High alumna, she also gave back to education both at her alma mater and the John A. Burns School of Medicine, where she established and oversaw endowments and scholarships. They would come and meet with the incoming medical students uh, as they were first getting oriented to the school to give them a sense of place and history. And we still get our graduates talking about how that moved them, helped them be a better physician. Emmy gave back to the community because I think she realized that um, you know, people admired her and, and, and respected her and, and just loved her and as, as a news gatherer, as a storyteller. 
Tamim Meng also started her own production company where she continued her work in local media. Many of Hawaii's elected leaders are also taking a moment to honor her. Hawaii Senator Maisie Hirono said she was, quote, a talented journalist and beloved community leader. Similar sentiments were shared by Senator Brian Schatz and Governor Josh Green. Details on her memorial service are in the works. Tamimbong was 73 years old. Dylan Anchetta, Hawaii News Now. Thank you, Dylan. The Department of Water Supply is reassuring Hilo water customers that their tap water is safe to drink. This comes after turbid or discolored water was discovered yesterday. The water company says the use of fire hydrants on Oneaba Place, Makalani Place and Kamanella Street caused the discolored water. Officials say water samples analyzed in a lab confirm the water is safe. Governor Green signed an executive order today that makes Hawaii a trauma-informed state. The signing puts a greater focus on providing a comprehensive response to trauma-related issues, including homelessness, drug abuse, and continued recovery from the Maui fires. State departments will be collaborating with the Office of Wellness and Resilience, and UH researchers will soon launch a series of surveys focused on health and quality of life. People are really struggling, so that doesn't just happen on the streets, that happens in our workplaces, it happens um, in our families. And of course, the question of the Maui wildfire and all that we've been doing uh, has been trauma related. So it's important that we acknowledge this. Governor Green is now on his way to Washington DC for a national governor's meeting. He'll be in discussions focused on a number of topics, including affordable housing and disaster preparedness. Lieutenant Governor Luke will serve as acting governor until his return on Sunday. Weather now, here's a live look outside just off Diamond Head. You can see the palm trees swaying there, but it is feeling a little warmer. What can we expect for the rest of the week? Here's Chief Meteorologist Jennifer Robbins. Hey, Jen. Hey, Ash, we have some east-southeast winds, and that's why it's feeling slightly warmer today. And we will be seeing beautiful conditions during the afternoon. And then starting off in the 60s and quickly rising into the low 80s. Right now, Kailua Kona feels like 80 degrees. Overall, fairly comfortable, not too humid, even though the winds are backing down ever so slightly. But as we saw from that shot, still seeing some ripples on the waters, and that's the sea breeze that kicks in during the afternoon. And we'll have that again tomorrow. Right now, the wind are light to moderate and we're at times we're seeing those southeast winds about eight miles per hour and then a hybrid wind by the time we get into the overnight period about east northeast winds at four to ten miles per hour i'll take a deeper look at your surf report and your first alert seven day forecast let's check in with jonathan and first alert traffic so what a difference a day makes we have a lot of traffic today compared to 24 hours ago so let's go to our maps right away to kind of tell you what's going on in the manoa area we have a report of an accident on oahu avenue and Manoa Road. Now moving closer to town, right by the airport is a surface street accident at Kilihau and Mapunapuna. You see the red starting to build on the H1 Viaduct and Moanalua Freeway, but not all too bad on the H1. In the Wahiwa area, we do have a report of an accident on Waikau Street and Waikalani Street. And as we move to the Eva Plate, no problems on Kunia Road or in Eva in general, but in the Kapale and Farrington area, we do have a problem with Farrington Highway near Ali'i Nui Drive and Kamakila Boulevard near Oluia Street. When I come back, I'll give you some drive times as your first alert traffic on Hawaii News Now. Mark and Ash, back to you. Sounds good, Jonathan. After months of cleaning and repairs, a blessing is held at the old Lahaina Luau ahead of its reopening in March. We'll take you to Maui, ahead on first at four. How's it, Albert? Hey, Mark, the hometown shipping line posts a profit, the secret to Madison's success just ahead. The Dow fell 64 today, the S&P went back below 5,000. 
You're getting your news first at four, and we'll all be right back. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This is Hawaii News Now. Well, a proud Maui tradition is on its way to making a comeback. The old Lahaina Luau will hold its first public celebration ceremony next month. Over the weekend, the West Maui business community joined together for a blessing and planting of trees at the Luau grounds on Front Street. Although spared by the fires, the Luau has undergone months of cleaning, repairs, and restoration. Nearly 300 of the company's employees lost their homes, and for many, this was their first time returning to the Luau grounds. Very grateful that we can be here together again on this land, Aina. And we just want to say welcome back. It's not going to be a matter of just reopening for visitors. We now have a responsibility to share Lahaina's story. The Luau will reopen to the public for five days a week, Tuesday, starting Tuesday, March 12th. A dollar for each ticket sold will be donated to nonprofit organizations assisting Lahaina families in need. Well, Hawaii's biggest shipping line posts a profitable quarter. Howard Dykish tracks the bottom line at Matson. Hey, Howard. Hey, guys. It's been rough sailing for other shipping lines, dodging bullets in the Red Sea, drought lowering the water in the Panama Canal. But Matson doesn't go to either of those places. It hauls cargo to Hawaii and Alaska and brings cargo to the West Coast from China. It beat the street with a $62 million profit on $789 million revenue. Matson charged lower freight rates for the China Express and was rewarded with higher cargo volume. Hawaii traffic fell 1.9%, a small decline given the disruption of the Maui fires. The January hotel report came out today. Room revenue topping $490 million, slightly topping last year. Hotels statewide ran an average 75% full and then some, also an improvement from last year. Waikiki ran 79% full. Maui saw lower room rates, but Maui luxury resorts are still charging over $900 a night. The Labor Department Wage and Hour Division has become more active in going after employers that violate federal wage law. And it's not only restaurants. In the latest case, the feds say they recovered $139,000 for 110 employees denied overtime or misclassified as independent contractors while working for the Kapolei security company, Prior Vision. Mark and Ash, back to you. Thank you, Howard. Sold out flights to some surprising spring break travel destinations. Expedia says some unusual cities are trending because a total solar eclipse is set to cross North America on April 8th. Some U.S. cities within the path of totality like Dallas, Indianapolis, even Cleveland, expect a boost during this busy time. That is the busiest and priciest time to fly during the spring season. You can get better rates by flying at the very beginning of March or the very end of April. Now, travel experts say you should look for best fares now and price out an itinerary with two one-way fares, maybe even on different airlines, to see if it's cheaper than a round trip. More news ahead, but first look at the stories we're working on for the next half hour. Two men have been charged with murder in last week's shooting after the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade as we're learning new details about what sparked the deadly argument. A closer look at a recent poll that shows an increasing number of Hawaii residents are considering moving away. 
And a year after a luxury yacht caused major damage to the reef in Maui's Honolulu Bay, a look at the efforts to rehabilitate and reattach coral colonies. These stories are more at 4.30. Don't go anywhere. Check in with Jen and Jonathan. Two minutes. This podcast is sponsored by your local Hawaii Nissan dealers and HMAA. We're passionate about your health. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.